This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Don't. No. Tell me not to do that. Don't cut that out. I just want everyone to know what I was like at one point. I'm not like that anymore. face, it was like you were trying to get me to come back over to what, like, I was a little duck or a dog. You were like, hey, come over here. I was like baby talking you. Jeez. Kind of wide eyes. Wide eyes, but not wide forehead because I have Botox. So you can't really. Yeah, that's right. It was just the eyes. Welcome to my favorite murder, Minisode. Minisode. We read to you uh, your hometown stories of murder, mayhem, and uh, what we'll call other, because we're now getting a lot of emails for other, which from I other, love. Which is great. Listen, someone doesn't have to die for it to be fun. Look, oh. we enjoy, that's certainly exactly the truth, if not more so. I wouldn't say that in a real, in a normal episode, but no. I think the people who are like dedicated and are listening to the actual minisodes like know they what they're it. getting into we don't have to explain it no you guys it's almost been a full fucking year yeah. they get it you guys are the solid fucking believers you guys are the achievers achievers believers but come on achievers believers the skeevers skeevers mosquitoes no ready yep you go subject line is my emt story light-hearted Hey, Stephen, Karen, and Georgia. I would go ahead and reverse that yeah. order. Stephen is not the first person. You're giving him a point, a, a point away from him every time. This is one of those things where we slowly give Stephen the power and the assignments and this and that. And suddenly people are only talking to Stephen. People are calling it this My Favorite Stephen podcast. And the next thing you know, you and I are fucking out. We don't have a podcast anymore. Yeah, that's right. This, it's all cats and Stephen. Um, okay. Hi, Stephen, Karen, and Georgia. I love the podcast. Too bad it wasn't around in 1997 because it would have saved me from this mistake. Oh, no. Back in 97, I was a very young, naive, and sheltered new nurse who had been working in the local ER for a minute or two. I instantly became fascinated with the paramedics that brought us patients, so I signed up for a six-week EMT class at the community college. Since I was already a nurse, they assured me I already knew everything I needed to know. And the educational standards for EMTs back in the day were not as strict as they are now. We spent most of the class listening to our instructor tell us stories about all the fucked up shit he saw throughout his career. Sign me the fuck up. For real. Los Angeles City College, we're coming for you. Come on. Okay, then we took a very basic test and boom, I'm an EMT. It's like a driver's (laughs) license. I immediately took my card to the volunteer fire department and signed up to be on a medical first responder. They handed me a t-shirt, a pager, a map book, and a red light from my car and boom i'm oh, on duty my absolutely God. no training i would sit well because she was a, a nurse yeah i would sit all day at the house waiting for the pager to go off and then race out into the Dude. unknown all by myself a 22 nope. year old blonde girl with a medical bag 
bad. No, 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 no. Just to orient you uh, to my reality at the time, um, I didn't have the internet. I didn't have many good crime shows on basic cable. Didn't have a cell phone. Lived in a town that had two traffic signals. So one afternoon, our fire department and the sheriff's department got paged about an unconscious person suspected DOA at a house that was very close to where I lived. I knew I'd be first on the scene. I was extremely excited. So what did I do? I jumped in my car and sped to that house alone. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Did I wait the, on the sheriff's du- deputy to get there before I ran into the house? Hell no. When I got there, a man standing on the porch pointed to the front door of the house and said, she's in the bedroom. Oh, God. I wandered around the house by myself, no. found the bedroom. There's a woman who's obviously dead propped up in the bed with a nightshirt on, no underwear. It was my first potential crime scene. So what did I do? I touched everything in the entire room. <laughs> I walked over to the patient, uh, made sure she was unresponsive. Um, I put down my medical bag to get my stethoscope, but there was too much stuff on the nightstand. So I moved it all around to make some space, oh including my. a glass with a drink in it. Then I got concerned I would knock the drink over. So I moved it again for safe measure. Then I noticed the TV was really loud and I wasn't going to be able to listen for heart sounds to confirm death. So I walked over and turned the TV down, then off. <sighs> About this time, my fire chief walked in. He was a very kind, patient man, and he was like, honey, how about we make sure she's dead and then we get out of here and stop touching things? <gasps> and so I spent that evening downtown at the sheriff's department giving them my fingerprints and DNA swabs oh my. and receiving a lot of side-eye and nasal flares. Lesson learned so hard. SSDGM, especially in my fire district in 1997, K in North Carolina. Wow. Aw. Honey. Honey. I mean, I feel like you know before the 90s that's how it was done though it seems like it yeah from the 1600s right up until (laughs) 97 it seems like how are you supposed to know 98 we were like don't touch it hey i've seen a show called forensic files don't touch anything okay oh you know what i was thinking how cool it would be to have the unsolved mysteries um and and uh theme song as your fucking ringtone Oh, would you like every time I heard my ring, I would like get chills. That's such a good idea. That that's, must be available. That's got to be a thing. That has Steven. Steven's already writing it down. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. All right. Amazing friends escape from intruders. What? Dear Karen, Georgia, Steven, Elvis, Mimi, Frank, and George, who is a girl. <laughs> Love it. Um, Roll call. Yes. My name is Ollie, and I'm from the southeast of England, about an hour south of London. And my belief is that you all equal awesome. I'm oh. particularly happy because I recently got my husband to listen to my favorite murder, and now he's hooked because, well, you all are awesome. Hey, thank you. Thank you. One of my amazing friends has a horrific or had a horrific ordeal back in 2008. She was chilling at home on a Saturday evening with a glass of wine in her flat in London. Sounds amazing. I mean. But then she heard the front door open. She naturally assumed it was one of her two flatmates. 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 So didn't think of it much. Didn't think much of it. The next thing she knows, two people, a man and a woman, burst into the room and dragged her from room to room, forcing her to fill bags with valuables, all the while shouting at her that they were going to fucking stab. She didn't write fucking, and I just... She wrote wrote F star 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 ING. Come on. Fucking. Stab her if she didn't fill the bags. They went on to tie her up to a chair in one of her flatmates' room, and every time she looked at them, she was trying to remember their faces in case she got out. The woman would smack her across the face and tell her that if she looked at them again, she would kill her. Good God. 
Uh, these two oxygen stealers then took all her ju- her jewelry and bank cards. The guy demanded what her pin was and warned her that if she gave him the wrong number, he would come back and kill her. She very bravely, question mark, exclamation mark, gave the wrong number to him and he left the flat, leaving the woman to keep watch of my friend. The woman then carried on going through all the other rooms and my friend managed to loosen the computer cable they had used to tie her up and decided to make a run to the front door. Thankfully, she managed to get out onto the street barefoot and eventually waved someone down to help her remain sexy and not get murdered. Wow. Good job. These two were arrested two days later at a West London hotel. The man pleaded guilty and was handed an indefinite jail sentence for the protection of the public. Whoa. Wow. Can we do that now, please? I mean, you need to move to England. Dude, I do. That's your jam entirely. Seriously. He was told that he must serve at least four years before he can be considered for release. Eh. The woman who had denied, the woman who had denied the charges of robbery and burglary with violence was given nine, a nine year jail term. Wow. Just in case you want to check it out, these two were called Michael Rowe and Susan O'Brien. I don't really care. Uh, love you guys so much. Please stay awesome. Carry on shouting Steven and please come to London. SSUGM Ollie. So awesome. Yeah. God, that's imagine you're like at your most relaxed couple glasses of wine in you oh listen. and the surprise of that how many times must well i guess we couldn't go back and tell her lock your fucking door gotta lock that door not victim blaming or anything or shaming no it was Just the 90s start with basic precautions gotta do it why not do it what's the what's the negative of locking your door your shitty fucking flatmate forgets her key she can knock yeah she knocks and you you get up off that couch you work the wine around your system a little bit get even drunker and then eventually you'll get to the door and let her in <laughs> you'll stop at the at one of your side tables to look at a coffee table book that you haven't looked at in a while <gasps> this is beautiful oh, i forgot i love Ann gettys gettys <laughs> If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, 
Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit MadeInCookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N Cookware.com. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. The subject line is my dad was in the dorm next to the Berkeley hostage crisis. So that's the that's story that I did to a couple ago. Yeah. Um, that happened in Berkeley. That was crazy. Okay. So dear MFM fam. Well put. Yes. Well put, Katie. Um, hi, guys. I'm a huge fan of the pod uh, and the community has ha, that has grown with MFM. When I heard episode 73 in Karen's story, I audibly ga- gla- gasped with excitement on BART back from the city. Yay. These are all San Francisco terms. Totally. Um, BART is the subway, San Francisco. We call this San Francisco the city. <laughs> uh, all right. I remember my dad telling me about the hostage situation when I was younger because he was a student at Berkeley when it happened. Henry's bar's attached to Hotel Durant, one block from campus. Um, There are tons of popular food places on the street and University Residence Hall uh, right next to the hotel. My dad lived there during his freshman year in 1990 and described the situation as that one time a guy brought a bag of guns into Henry's. He told me the story when we visited campus, I was around 10, and he understandably left out the part about sexual assault of the victims. He remembered some of the people in Henry's running into his dorm 
storm when um, Dashti started Whoa. shooting. And apparently everyone on his floor stayed up the entire night and watched the police outside of the bar through their dorm windows. I mean, how could you not? Yeah. Um, what stuck with him the most was the extremely loud noise from police shooting Dashti at dawn. Pretty sure he added the dawn for effect since it was after seven. But you know how dads exaggerate. Uh, even after hearing this insane story as a kid, I ended up going to UC Berkeley, too, and I'm now a senior. Through the city, though the city still struggles with crime, nothing even close to this level of chaos has happened in my time here. Hopefully it stays that way, though I still have one more year. <laughs> Thank you guys for everything you do. Say sexy. Don't get murdered, Katie. Nice. nice. I love one. it when there's a fucking separate one degree of separation. Yeah. Tell us that firsthand version. I love it. That's the best. Uh, okay. Mom-in-law murdered a murderer. Oh, yes. That's fun. Yes. That's a fun title. Okay. My husband's stepmother's... She just fucking gets right into it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Appreciate not, it. Not, no messing. No. My husband's stepmother's first husband. My Her husband's stepmother's... So her mother-in-law. Her mother-in-law's first husband, who's not related. Her father-in-law. Right. <laughs> I don't. Who was knows? a real piece of shit. Oh, hello. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't around. Okay. She had been planning to leave him, and one afternoon she had all her stuff packed and was ready to leave prior to him returning from work. Uh-oh. She went to open the door to make her escape, and there he stood. Those are all periods that I didn't put in. Oh, shit. There he stood. In her panic, she remembered she had put her pistol in her bag and she was pa as she was packing up, whipped that shit out and pulled the trigger. <laughs> she ran to her neighbors and told them to call 911. As she waited and the cops began to arrive, she kept asking where the ambulance was. One of the police officers informed my mother-in-law that the coroner was on his way. Her husband was dead. She had shot him in the torso and apparently hit some vital organs with her small 22, which tends to ricochet through someone's body rather than going straight through, causing more internal damage. Damn, I didn't know that. That's rough. That's Dude. what, that's, now we know. Yeah. 22. Uh, upon search of his car, the police found in the trunk. Oh, Karen, it says your favorite. Ready for this? Yes. They found duct tape, rope, and black plastic bags. Maybe he was just going to clean up the, no? Clean up innocent people's yeah. lives <laughs> he was on his way home to murder my mother-in-law my <gasps> sister-in-law told me the story with my mouth agape and face white and she ended it with how did you not know this story <laughs> <laughs> i think show of hands of every murderer you know who's fucking <laughs> been said that <laughs> i'm glad i know it now and i hope you're glad to give elvis a cookie for me and literally throw karen's dogs a bone <laughs> stay sexy Haley. Whoa. Dude. That's crazy. But it's so crazy. I mean, she didn't say if he was abusive or not. So, like, she must have not had a... She had a gun because she was scared of him. But just yeah, the she said he was a real, a real piece of shit. Yeah. I bet it wasn't, like, because he wasn't fun at parties. <laughs> you know? Like, I bet... That's what he That's probably what she meant Right <laughs> One hopes You gotta hope He was a real bore Yeah So she shot him Ugh All he did was What Drink Diet Shasta And fucking <laughs> Eat all the maraschino cherries In the bedroom So embarrassing Ugh Like Ugh. stay away From the fucking Shrimp cocktail <laughs> That's my Diet Shasta For special occasions Ugh. Um. Well, that was fucked up. Yeah, those are those are some good ones. Yeah, you guys send us yours. Get a good subject line going, and Stephen will usually maybe click on it. Yeah, it's my favorite murder. Gmail. 
send us your hometowns, your not hometowns, your college towns, your parents' college hometowns. Your Swiss cheese pervert style stories. Those, we want to hear them. Mm-hmm. If you we don't know them. about that, go back and listen. Google that shit. Google it. And also stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Bye. Bye. Elvis. You want to cook? Nope. <laughs> yes. He jumped his line. <laughs> oh, Elvis. <laughs> he was so ready. Oh, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steven.